0: Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she is a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now. Onto the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy
1: and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio.
0: Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio where Derek and Doug talk all things Disney. And Doug, we are going to dive right into tonight's show because we got a little Disney news to start us off with before we hit up on our topic. What news is that, Derek? Well, I heard that Club 33 is finally coming to all four parks at the at, at in in Orlando, you know it's uh, Club Thirty Three. If you don't know, is in the original Disneyland Park, super secret club. Do you know Do you know anything about it? Do you know anyone yeah, who's it, even
1: been to it? Um, I know people that have been. I know people that are members. Not many. It's uh, pretty exclusive. Very expensive. Uh, really fine dining in uh, Disneyland Park. Uh, there's also a lounge bar club area in California Adventure. Um, it also exists in shanghai and tokyo i believe or maybe shanghai and paris i can't remember off the top of my head but there's other places around the world with club 33 it only makes sense that it's in florida as well disney world and it does you know i don't know what took so long it's a revenue stream it gets the high-end rollers in there and happy
0: it's expensive. I saw that it's $25,000 for your first year. And of course that does come with park admission. So you got to remember that, that number, uh, into that, but, uh, 12,000 a year, every year after that, that's what the prices are at right now.
1: Yeah. And who knows if Florida may have a different rate or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're paying for it. You get great service and you exclusivity, but, uh, it's it's one of those places where you know CEOs can entertain people, mm-hmm. uh, celebrities can get away from us commoners and the smelly public. So it, and it would probably come with some other perks, some backdoor type things too. I don't know. I'm not one of those people, so I'll only find out if someone's willing to take me in. So if you're listening, just give me a give me a shout. Give us. Go hit it up. Oh, not just
0: take both of okay. us.
1: Okay. It's, uh, it's so. definitely
0: on my bucket list of one day I would love to get the invite. Uh, and since it's coming to Walt Disney World, I mean, the interesting thing is you think maybe just the Magic Kingdom, but they're going to do all four parks. So you got to wonder if there's going to be different theme. You know, this is Club 33 Star Wars at the studios or Club 33 Super Secret Animal Pandora thing. You know, who knows uh, what they're actually going to do at each park. But it sounds like it's coming yeah, it's... later this year.
1: Yeah, I bet it. I mean, that they announced it, I imagine it happens fairly quickly. They'll repurpose an area. Um, Epcot's where it will make a lot of sense, Mm -hmm. too, already with the the food and beverage options there. Um, So, yeah, something to look forward to for those people. But uh, be one of those things we can dream about, Derek.
0: All right. Well, the other news going on is the Star Wars celebration happening in Florida right now. And I believe you will be going down here in about uh, three days to enjoy your own Star Wars festivities, but anything, any news coming from the Star Wars front?
1: Yeah, we're headed down to do the dark side half, and if I finish, I'm going to say if, because my training's been iffy, um, I will get the, uh, first of all, the medal for the half marathon, the dark side, then I will get the Kessel Run medal for doing the light side and the dark side in the same calendar year, and I will get a coast-to-coast medal for doing... One at Disneyland and Disney World in the same year. So, if I, if I can finish thirteen point one miles, I get three medals. So you're gonna keep it. telling myself that. I yeah, maybe we'll see. Anyway, Star Wars Celebration was this weekend, so I imagine there's a lot of people that are sticking around between Star Wars Celebration and the half marathon weekend. So it should be a big week for Disney fans to be at the parks. Um, news out of Star Wars Celebration, I thought one of the biggest things they announced other than star wars battlefront 2 if you're a gamer that looks really awesome it's spanning all generations Mm -hmm. of the saga um which is good that's expanding um but uh star wars rebels their four seasons starting this fall will be their final season and there's a trailer for it It shows a lot of footage from previous seasons as you would expect in a final season they're going to keep a lot of stuff close to the vest um I think ahsoka returns in some form maybe as a force ghost or a creature maybe not as herself but we will see ahsoka again she said spoilers the pur- before that one uh, well he said it in the it, if hmm. Fronica, that's out there that's not spoilers that's that was in the, the the whole junket thing so um but they also show um yavin four so you know that they're leading right up to rogue one So I think that's why this is the final season. Um, it will be interesting to see if any characters from rogue one make appearances in this season of rebels. Um, that would be really cute. I mean, Cassian might be one that we see show up. That would be really neat to see that crossover, but that's all me hoping. Um, parks had a, like a announcement sort of thing. They had a panel, um, in true Disney fashion. They didn't really tell us anything we didn't already know. They showed a little clip from the new scene that will be added to uh, Star Tours for Episode Eight, which we knew they were going to add a clip because they told us they would. Now they just showed us a clip of the clip. Um, What else did they announce, Derek? They they talked about the immersiveness, lightsabers, the Mm -hmm. Force. I think that...
0: It's all going to be canon. I think that's really cool.
1: That's the big. It's all canon. Whatever you see there is considered canon. People that don't know what that means. So Star Wars has a ton of books and comics and other projects out there. Um, So there's Legends material and there's canon material. And when Disney bought Star Wars, they said, all right, everything in the movies is canon, everything else right now is Legends, and then we're going to add to canon. They've added to canon with Rebels, they've added to canon with um, Marvel Comics, and certain books, like the Ahsoka book, the Admiral Thrawn book, those sort of things added to canon. So, the fact that this is canon in the Star Wars world is actually really big deal to the average person listening to this right now, probably is going like, that makes no sense, but it's Star Wars, it's Star Wars, so... Yeah, it's Star Wars. Well, you know, it it does
0: bum me out a little bit because I read a lot of those books when I was growing up and they're not canon. They make a lot of changes, but I am Uh excited that we are getting progress on the whole Star Wars land. I think uh, you're going to see something very similar. If you've been to Diagon Alley with the wands, you're going to see something similar with uh maybe force pushes I've heard maybe get magic bands in there, so something really cool and uh, you know the one thing I'm looking forward to about our trip in June, seeing Pandora is seeing how well they've built that set and everything, and that kind of you know hopefully give me hope of how immersed this Star Wars land is gonna be,
1: yeah, it will be interesting to see how immersive that is, and I imagine Star Wars is gonna take it another step further um. You know, one thing that we haven't heard much about at the studios is Toy Story and how that's going, how immersive that might be. I don't know um, if that's going to be as immersive or if that's going to be like, yeah, this is another theme park land. So I think they're putting all the eggs in the Star Wars basket right mm-hmm. now.
0: Well, let's uh, let's start moving on. I think that's all the news that we have. Mm-hmm. Let's start moving on to uh, submit. Well, we do have a little bit of news, and it's going to tie in with our show topic because we are fifty nine days away from when we're recording to when we will be together in Pandora, giving you a live review. And, uh, what, you know, today's show is all about fast passes and more specifically fast pass fails. So what is the Mm -hmm. big thing that we had to do that you did for us in our trip when it comes to fast passes?
1: Well, one of the big things is to get up early 60 days in advance and make your fast passes. That's like number one, make them. And you can, if you're staying on property, make sure you have your, my Disney experience set up. That sounds so simple, right? But make sure you do it not 61 days in advance. Do it like a week or two. Make sure all your tickets are linked correctly. Make sure everything's ready to go. So when you wake up nice and early at 6 a.m., you make your fast passes, there's no hiccups. Um, it's always stressful when all of a sudden you're like, oh, what's my password? 6 a.m., the day you're making your fast passes, is not the day to reset your password. That's days before.
0: You're right, and it's always an exciting day. It means your trip is it coming. Is. You get to, you kind of get to understand what the layout of your trip is going to be. You know, you can kind of start mapping. Uh, I'm going to hit this park at this time and this time. So for you know, FastPass has been around since I believe 1999. So when they started the paper ones, mm-hmm. it might be a little wrong. Pretty close, right? I around think there.
1: that you're pretty close, if not. And and
0: I remember I looked it up earlier, but uh and but uh that's the paper fast passes. Some people might not even mm-hmm. know what fast passes are, Doug. Do you want to explain that real quick, uh, especially in the Walt Disney World how they do fast passes?
1: So back in the day, it was paper. You would go to a machine, and this is still how it works at Disneyland. You put your park ticket in, outshot a ticket with a return time. Basically, you stood in a virtual line, and you came back. Within your return time, you gave it to a cast member, you went in, and you had a much, much abbreviated wait. So Fast Pass, it's what it sounds like. It Fast Passes you to the front of the line. Um, So there's Standby and there's Fast Pass. Fast forward to 2013, My Disney Experience launches. Magic Bands are out. We're doing Fast Pass Plus. So you're making them in advance Um, for a little while you could double dip on fast passes. That was like the best trip ever in 2013. We had our fast passes preset on our magic band. And then we were still going to the kiosk with our park ticket and double dipping. But that, that only lasted for like a month. That was, that was a sweet spot. But, um, so with fast pass plus you get to make them 60 days in advance of staying on property, 30 days in advance of your staying off property. And, uh, you get to make three, all right, that's it, three. A lot of people have problems with that. But, hey, that's three things you are guaranteed to get to do. Um, and so you do that 60 days in advance. Now, your dining, you made way before that. So you already kind of know what days you're going where, and you got to have a plan. That's what people struggle with. But you know what? It's Disney World. Just deal with it. You need to plan. Because there's some things that if you don't get them at 60 days or somewhere between 60 and 30, you're not going to get those fast passes there's just certain things that disappear
0: that's right and we're going to talk about tier in a second but the reason why we wanted to bring up this show is we get this question quite a bit and uh we want to answer the number one question i think we get the most and that is fast passes are free they cost you nothing uh it's not like universal where you're paying for that Mm. you know whatever the universal plus experience which we have bought express pass Express pass. there you go
1: but as an arm and a leg
0: as of right now 2017 uh, Fast passes at Disney World are completely free, and so you always meet these people who are like, I didn't know we could do that. No, this is a way to guarantee three e-ticket attractions. Of course, you rope drop one, and so there you go. you got four attractions you know you'll get. And uh, so we're going to go through some strategies tonight and some other tips and tricks uh, to help you not become a fast pass fail.
1: Yeah, and... You know, free, a lot of people that are staying off property and are what are considered day guests, they think they don't get it. They're not entitled to it. Everybody gets it. If you're in the park, you have it. You could say free. Some people would argue, well, you pay for it in your park emission. Sure, go for that. Then you pay for it. But so does everybody else. So take advantage of it and always use it. Don't fail by not taking advantage of it.
0: Yep, take advantage of it. And one thing, another tip that we have that you a lot of people don't take advantage of is how many numbered of fast passes you can get. Because we keep saying book three, book three, you book three before your trip. But while you're there, you can get more. You can get four, five, six. Doug, how do you do that?
1: So there's a lot of ways to be successful with adding uh, fast passes to your day. And there's a lot more ways to fail at it. And we want to talk about how to fail and to avoid the failures, right? So say you have a rope drop at the Magic Kingdom. Um, A typical park opening is at 9. You want to schedule your fast passes condensed, close together. Um, Say schedule the first one at like 9.30, the next one at 10.30, and then the next one at 11.30. All right? that way at 11:30 or once you're done with that last fast pass you can go on the app or as you pointed out when we were talking earlier the kiosks and make the fourth fast pass right you want to do it early in the day because there's still time to get them there's still ride availability so say here's how people fail they think well i want to get one at 11 and then well how about we do that at 2 and then we'll get this one at 7 right if you have that, by the time you're done with that ride at 7, well, it's time to go hang out and watch fireworks, not get a fourth Fast Pass. What's going to be available at 7 o'clock at night? Nothing you really need a Fast Pass for. It's probably all stuff you could walk right on to. Um, so condense them together, especially the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. We actually will sometimes book a 9 a.m. Fast Pass right when the park opens, and we talk about rope-dropping attractions Using a 9 a.m. fast pass, you have to be smart about it. You don't go directly to that attraction that you have a fast pass for and use it at 9 a.m. You wait until 10 because you get an hour window, right? So 9.59, go use your first fast pass. Um, and then you can you know, use that last fast pass early in your fast pass return time window, and that gets you to your fourth fast pass sooner. So a lot of ways to fail. Using a fast pass right at 9, that can be a failure. Um, and then you can book the wrong thing at 9 a.m. Like get something that's already going to have a weight early in the day, like Space Mountain or Seven Dwarfs Mine or Toy Story, Rock and Roller Coaster, Soarin', Test Track, Frozen. Those things that are going to build a weight, like you want to look at how long is standby – when you go in, and then you can calculate in your head, hey, that's how much time we saved with this fast pass. You want good savings on your time.
0: Yep, and you can—I mean, right when you ding, uh, and if you have a smartphone, you can get on the My Disney Experience app and start making it in the queue. Uh, for that extra, mm-hmm. it's it got to be really fun. This last trip, I know at the studios, I think we got five or six. Epcot, we got five or six, but in the Magic Kingdom, we set our no, our own personal record and got eight fast passes. That's eight attractions uh that we kind of were shocked even to do by time i feel like anything after about five or six is bonus so i I mean Mm -hmm. of course we have little kids so uh, aladdin's carpet was you know our eighth one we're like "Eh, it's available why not but just really right when you ding your fast pass just get on the app right away it updates surprisingly quickly and uh just go go right there and talk about it amongst the family and book as fast as you can. I remember one of my favorites was, uh, on the, uh, great movie ride, uh, kind of during one of the boring later scenes, I pulled out my phone. I was like, cause we were going to get in line for, or s- cease for star, star tours. And all of a sudden I saw one for toy story, midway mania. I was like, are you kidding me? Book that up. And we were able to do that once more, uh, before the end of the night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You definitely want to start looking for that fourth one right away. And, uh, get going a lot of times you can find some of the high capacity rides will have a fast pass available before you're even done with the ride you're currently mm-hmm. in line for or going on um i know so that's one thing you don't want to book the there's some that are very easy to get fourth, fifth, sixth, six four um and then some that are are i think that's another fail is people will book a fast pass in advance for something that doesn't necessarily need it to be in the top three it's something that a fast pass is beneficial for but maybe not a top 3 beneficial one example of that would be buzz lightyear or pirates of the caribbean um, you know a fast pass is great especially unless you're in the first hour of the, the day a fast pass at both of those is going to save you 20 to 40 minutes right i, I would say at least mm-hmm. i agree even on slow days 20 minutes at buzz and and if you're there middle of the day late afternoon so why put that in your first three when you know it's a high-capacity ride It's going to have lots of availability? Where Peter Pan, Space Mountain, and Chantels with Bell, those fast passes are very limited. So those are the ones that you want to get into your top three. And there's kind of like that at every park where some are really good uses, some not so much.
0: And I think the one thing we're, uh, you've got to talk about is we're now starting to see more tiered fast passes, which uh, confuse yeah. a lot of people. It even confused me the first time I saw it, and uh, how you can't just get three e-tickets to the top three attractions at some of the parks. You know, they're starting to break it out. Know, you're seeing that now with Animal Kingdom. You can't get mm-hmm. both Pandora fast passes, so you have to rope drop one and and get the other one. Uh, by the way, we got a 10 o'clock fast pass, so nice job on that. So we'll be able to perfectly rope drop the 9 a.m. and get over to the other one by 10. So
1: Well, you know, I debated the time on that really really hard because I was surprised. I could basically pick any time I wanted to, Derek, when I was making it. Um, so at first with, I had a.
0: side note, gives me a little bit of worry about Pandora and the amount of foot traffic um, they're, uh, they're getting with this
1: part of the park. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be what they think it's going to be but uh so i could get any time at first i had an 805 right and i figured we'd rope drop the one and then we'd go ride fly a passage fly a passage is going to be lower capacity than the river i can't remember the name of it so we wanted the fast pass for fly to passage rope drop the river ride um but then i was thinking you know what we want to eat lunch in pandora if we do both rides by 9 a.m because like, it opens at 8am I, I'd, we'd have to come all the way back for lunch so I thought how about I make something where we can come back do Flight of Passage um, and then eat lunch where now we can rope drop the river Navi River something and then if we want to we can head over to Everest or um, Safari we can leave Pandora behind come back to Earth and go, go to another attraction and maybe do standby within that first hour of park operation after the river ride. So that's why I moved it back to 10 a.m., was to give us access to other places. Now, that kind of goes against everything I just said about putting scrunching them together and making them early. Well, Magic Kingdom has way more fast passes than the other three parks combined. So, um, yeah, we... uh also wanted to do rivers of light. So here's a pass fast pass fail in my opinion. So we have a rivers of light for the 1030 show at night. That's one of our top three. We don't get it now, we're not going to be able to get it. Right? So we had to book it either that or pay for a dining package, which is kind of extortion. And we weren't up for the extortion. We could have, but we didn't. So we can't get a third fast pass. So I had the freedom of moving it later in the day. That totally did not answer the question you asked, did it, Derek?
0: No, because wanted... we were talking about tiers. You're talking
1: about tiers. Let's, let's move to I'm a about... different
0: park real quick. We're going to move over to Epcot. Uh... I think that park might be a little bit ex- easier to explain tiers because yeah. you there's only three att- tra- three a- attractions that you can get a top-tier Fast Pass to.
1: Yeah, so you, you asked about tiers and led me right into Pandora. So... Epcot. All right. Epcot's a special place. Um, there's three big e-ticket attractions. You got Frozen, Test Track, and Soarin'. Wait, there's All there's attractions
0: outside of those three?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they say. There's Imagination, The Seas with Nemo, and Spaceship Earth. Um, Mission Space, that's an attraction. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That's Those are Fast Pass options. You don't need a Fast Pass for Ellen's. But, uh, yeah, so you have those three, plus in Tier 1 is Illuminations. So if you pick Illuminations for your Tier 1 attraction, you can't make any other Fast Passes that day for Tier 1. Um, so you kind of have to pick your poison at Epcot. Um, where do you want to stand in line? What ride do you maybe not want to go on? And I know for us, Derek, it is Frozen that we are not going on. Um So you kind of got the
0: irony is that was the number one fast pass we booked this last trip.
1: Yeah. It's shocking. You don't, we don't need it, but, uh, so you kind of either have to pick test track or Soren, and, uh, you ride one and then you hustle over to the other one and do standby. And usually about the time you arrive at the other one, the initial burst of uh, rope droppers is kind of gone through. So it's not too bad at Soren after doing test track. Um, so we were able to do both without a fast pass and use our fast pass for so, or for Frozen this last time. So that was our poison we picked. But um, that's the tiers. And then all the other ones are Tier 2. So you book one Tier 1 and then two Tier 2. And once you use your three, you can book another Tier 1. Yep. The problem with that is the Tier 1s that you want, like Soren, Test Track, Frozen, they're gone. They were gone 45 days ago.
0: Yeah, we got so. Illuminations, though. I think because Illuminations has been around so long, mm-hmm. and because everyone's trying to jump on uh, Frozen, yeah, I wouldn't worry so much about getting that booked up uh, as a Fast Pass. That might be a solid... We yeah. got a, a fifth one, a fifth Fast Pass uh, yeah. Illuminations.
1: That's and that's what it's great for like adding that like hey it's available we have a guaranteed place to be mm-hmm. you don't have to be as early you're still not guaranteed to be like on the rail but you have at least space it's not as crowded you you know don't have somebody fighting with you so that's nice but don't book illuminations 60 days in advance because you don't need it um hollywood studios has tears if we can move uh yep. across the way there down the river um. So their tiers, their tier ones are uh, Toy Story and, oh, man, Rock and Roller Coaster. And then there's others. Can't tell you the whole list because it doesn't really matter. Because if you're booking, I think his great movie ride might be a tier one right now. Or uh, I'd have to look it up. I tried to look it up and I failed right before we started. But really, you either pick Rock and Roller Coaster or Toy Story. You rope drop the other one. Um, my family, we like to pick Toy Story and rope drop Toy Story, so we're guaranteed two rides on mm-hmm. it. And then we do standby or a single rider at uh, Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, and then uh, the tier twos there are the ones that everybody picks are Star Tours and Tower of Terror. Which and we got. I'm excited. There we go. Yeah. So one thing we did a little different for our trip is oh, this, that was going to be my segue.
0: All right. So you're oh, going to yep. Okay. Nope. No, you're going to go. You're going to do it because people so, are
1: afraid to hop with
0: uh, fast passes, but you can. So there you go. Yeah. Segway into what you're going to go with.
1: So we're going to rope drop Epcot, and we're going to rope drop probably test track, and then go over to Soarin', and then after that, we're basically maybe Spaceship Earth will fit something else in there, and then we're going to go eat food for the while. And then we're going to find our way over to Hollywood Studios um, on a trail of gluttony and probably remorse as we eat our way around the World Showcase and drink. But uh, we got Toy Story from 2.20 to 3.20, so we just got to be there by 3.20. The other thing you need to know is like we didn't have to make Epcot. We started there. We didn't need it, so we hopped. And say we made Epcot Fast Passes, and we used them in the morning, and then we hopped to Hollywood Studios we're not going to get a Toy Story fast pass. Oh, nope. Like it's not going to be available. We really want to go on Toy Story. I need to teach Derek what to shoot at, I think. Oh like, he, I think he needs a lesson. So yeah,
0: I'm putting I, a GoPro up, and I'm just going to record the whole thing and see what happens.
1: Yeah, all right, All right. So we, we really want a Toy Story. So that's why we made our afternoon fast passes rather than morning fast passes. Um, but they're all right back to back. Toy Story, Star Tours, Tower Terror, and then dinner somewhere yet to be determined. But uh, you know we're gonna hop. And uh, say you use all three of your fast passes in the morning. As soon as you're making your fourth one, you don't have to make it for the park you're in. Mm-hmm. You can make it for another park. So you can hop um, with fast pass in hand, and it's particularly useful if you're hopping to the Magic Kingdom. That's where the best place to hop. Two and get a fast pass is definitely the magic Kingdom. Hollywood Studio, you can usually find uh, star tours um, or great movie ride um, if you hopping hopping there. Epcot is pretty sketchy with what you will find, um, especially at busy times of year. They're, those three attractions just get slammed. And then you know find Mission space is always available. However, I think on our last trip Michelle went to use our Fast Pass at Mission Space. She said they waited longer than the standby because it said five minutes for standby. She actually stopped in the fast pass queue. As the standby people never stopped walking, she said that was that was pretty spectacular. That
0: that, that in itself is a fast pass fail.
1: Yeah, um, she's like it. It was one of those. Ah, it's available. Let's just grab it and then. Well, we they actually we took got on want to scan their band.
0: We got one for Spaceship Earth, and and here's a here's a great tip: is know what attractions people hit up in the morning, because we got a an early afternoon, especially a, it's like a fourth to Spaceship Earth, and we just dinged, walked right in, and I was like, oh, I'm glad we got a fast pass. Being sarcastic, has only had a five minute wait, and the cast member I talked to for a minute, she goes, oh yeah, this is this is one of those attractions where everyone does before noon. They it that they mm-hmm. want that to be the first first attraction of the day. And so it eases up on fast pass availability towards the end. And so mm-hmm. you can look online, you know, scout some locations and times and see what, what opens up. I know for us, we did not get a fast pass this space or a splash mountain because splash mountain really frees up in the late afternoon. A lot of people book it up for morning, early, early before lunch in. they can change, but should be able to get yeah. one there. Three, four o'clock somewhere in that time.
1: Yeah. Um, Future World's a great place to go late afternoon, dinner time, because everybody kind of trickles into the World Showcase for dinner. That's where all those restaurants we talked about last week are at. So it makes sense that Future World gets freed up. Um, now, the the headliners, Soren and Test Track, they still are going to have their weights. But everything else, like you can just walk right into Nemo, Imagination, and uh, – Later in the day, even Spaceship Earth. So, yeah, just don't be afraid to hop with your fast passes. Um, You can strategize, and the other thing you got to think about is your dining. You got to work them around your dining. um, So you don't want a fast pass to start right as you should be sitting down to eat, because a lot of places take more than an hour or right around an hour to eat. So, gotta think about that too.
0: And one thing we didn't mention about tears is Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom right now doesn't have any tears am I right about that
1: yeah no tears it's still tear free um unless you're a toddler who lost their balloon then there's lots of tears but uh I like it yep that's that's but here's
0: but Disney does give free balloons to toddlers who accidentally throw their balloons sometimes I
1: sometimes yep mine would never get that because their parents are mean and say you don't deserve it you let go and uh then there'd be a frozen joke so uh yeah, Magic Kingdom, that's why I say like hopping to Magic Kingdom, getting your Fast Passes in early in the Magic Kingdom is very critical. Um, I think it can't overemphasize the getting Mind Train, Peter Pan, Space Mountain, um, Enchanted Tales with Belle. Uh, those are kind of the tough availability. Uh, Epcot, one that's hard availability, that's Tier 2, is uh, the character spot. That's the probably the hardest availability. We got on tier yep. Two. We got one of those. It was February, Derek. You got everything. That's
0: true. We did. We got eight. It's I February. do. Hey, I like how you booked a, a character meet and greet for our trip in June. I thought that was a. Uh, you texted me and I was like, yeah, sure, kind of being sarcastic, and then you booked it up, and I'm like, all right,
1: yeah. I think so. That's at Animal Kingdom, and that Adventures Outpost is the only place you get to meet Mickey and Minnie in the same place. Um and it's one that we could very easily, in the next twenty some days before the off-property people get a, a crack at it, we could switch it to dinosaur or safari without a problem. So I thought, book the adventures outpost because it's got um, less availability. Mm-hmm. Um, if we need to switch it, it'll be easier to switch away from it. Same thing I did with Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. We weren't real, we weren't confident we needed that, but if we didn't book it now. I'm not going to be able to book it later. Or if I wanted to book it, it would be for like 11 at night type of thing. The times become bad.
0: So, and that's and that's a good tip. People fast pass fail. They think they book it and they can't change it. You can always go online and try to change it, switch it out with something else. Oh, you realize your kid isn't forty inches. We had this happen. Um, our kid was thirty nine point nine, still not forty. They wouldn't let him, so couldn't ride Soren. And you know, we so you have to switch all fast passes and and stuff like that it's part of part of the game. So, know that you are not committed. You can always get on the My Disney Experience app or to the kiosk and change things out.
1: And also, Derek, one thing you did on your last trip because uh with the shorter children and the boy and girl thing, you divided and conquered. Oh yeah, your that passes.
0: was yes, we did. That was that was probably one of the uh greatest things we've ever done. Is uh my wife and daughter kind of, you know, uh, did a couple attractions, Fast Pass. They got the bell, and I took Declan onto um, uh, Buzz Lightyear. But then at the same time, uh, we both want to do Seven Dwarfs and we both want to do uh, Mine Train. And so we got the girls got Mine Train, and the boys got um, Space and uh, Space Mountain. And uh, so, but because my kids aren't tall enough, they don't check. You know, when you get a fast pass, they don't check how tall your kid is. It's just by name. So mm-hmm. we're all able to do uh, my wife and I are both able to do space mountain. We we're both able to do mine train There's another way. Well, we got able to uh, do the speedway, uh, just little things where we we're able to use our kids not being the appropriate height
1: to get them in. Yeah, you swap the fast or the magic yeah, bands the magic. around, right? And, well,
0: the, here's the funniest thing: we all got red. We did matching magic bands that day. Oh. So about halfway through, I'm wearing my wife's magic band. The kids have theirs flipped. Uh, just yeah.
1: Oh man, if Alden put on one of the girls' magic bands, he'd probably like worry his arm was gonna fall off. So it's a good thing the kids didn't notice. Oh, it'd been a, that'd been a deal breaker at ours. Well, we have, but, I mean,
0: the one magic bands, I mean, they're attached to your fast passes. So we have toddlers and they'll take them off. And I just have to make sure I put them in my pocket or I put them on me somewhere. I'm sure your kids yeah. don't take them off. They leave them on.
1: We, uh, no, they, uh, they leave them on. They've done a good job of it all, all the way through. I think when magic bands started, Claire was four. And uh yeah, she wore it for a week straight, no problems. And uh yeah. I don't know. Fast passes. Don't fail. Don't fail. And if you
0: have if you have any questions, you know, feel free to ask us. I love uh, you know, sending all my stuff to Michelle and just working with her and uh she's been a great resource for strategy and and uh you know Helping me, you know, the get Frozen, you know, Rope Drop, different ones. So we definitely recommend the Rope Drop Queen, Michelle McKnight. And if you want to set up your vacation with her, we'd love to put you in touch. So send us a message or talk to her directly.
1: Yeah, I think one last little nugget here is some things you don't need a fast pass for. All, All right. right.
0: This is going to be a good
1: segment. All right. So good way so to finish. Most shows... Um. Most of the shows you do not need a FastPass for. There are a few exceptions, but, like, Magic at the Magic Kingdom. Oh, that was going to be my number one. Not, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a horrible waste of a FastPass. Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor is right there, too. Now, when Monsters, Inc., when you can get it, say you're there on Black Friday, Parks are Crazy, or Christmas Break, and you're looking for a fourth FastPass, and, well, there's Monsters, Inc. three hours out. That's a sign it's still okay. If there's not anything available for hours and you see a show hours out, then it's okay to get because it will be beneficial. But on the other 95% of the days, don't get it for a show. Um, you know, there, there are some attractions that just, you don't need it for it. Um, mainly the shows, except for frozen at Hollywood studios. Mm-hmm. That one, you That's need one That's still a good use. At, at animal kingdom, Derek, you've, Used one for Lion King, is that right? Is that
0: what nope. you did this last time? No, we didn't. We uh, we kind of just got off the safari and walked over there and got in since it was the first show of the day. Uh, ah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, always like, always
0: the first show of the day because Disney Jr. I've been the first show of the day and people kind of skip the show. So if you want to rope drop a show or be the second attraction, it works out. Mm-hmm. But Nemo, and, I don't see why you need one for Nemo. Nemo
1: is huge. Lion King, peak times, peak time of day, I could see it. It's also kind of peace of mind knowing you can show up and get in. Um, I will say Disney Junior, it's a decent use because you're usually there with toddlers. And it's Florida and it's hot and the line is outside. So if you kind of want to show up and bypass that, it does get you in faster. Fast passes do not get you better seats, though. They just get you in. Yep. they don't get you better seats and if you show up slightly late they don't even necessarily help you get in you can still miss it so you gotta be like it gives you a return window come a few minutes before that um but shows are typically the things you don't need it for any Except other River, non rivers
0: of light shows, right now you do well
1: rivers of light yeah it's we had to book it I, I it's for you Derek I know Was and, I, and I thank
0: you for that oh. one we'll watch it together
1: I owe you one I, Yep, you'll hear all of our opinion in June. But uh, what other attractions? Like, uh, I mean, sometimes check out the wait times before you go and make it. Like, Primeval World, a lot of times my family will just walk right on. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the posted wait times don't match reality. Disney, especially in the last hour of operation, Disney will inflate their wait times to keep people from getting in standby um we've walked into toy story um at the end of the night where it's only a five minute wait even though they posted 60 you know that sort of thing so watch that too i don't know that's a tangent what other thing there's other things like indiana jones has fast pass don't oh no so that, that theater's that ginormous beauty and the beast beauty and the beast you don't okay, need it yep. fantasmic it's a okay use the dinner package is better um, it's better Phantasmic's
0: good if you can get a fourth fast pass.
1: Yeah. Which sometimes you can, depending on the time of year. But right now I would never use it because that would mean giving up Star Wars fireworks, which mm-hmm. is crazy talk. Um unless you can book it
0: out of that theater pretty quick. You got about a ten minute window.
1: Yeah, and then it's gonna be chaos and yeah. Like imagination, you don't need a fast pass most I mean unless it's peak time of year Nemo turtle talk with crush you don't need a fast pass um you know like Derek was saying about spaceship earth sometimes of the day its work great It can save you 30 40 minutes other times of the day you walk in, it's as fast as you can walk you know even standby so um yeah shows don't do it all right
0: well I think we exhausted everything on the fast pass I know we got a couple questions and I think we answered them and then some for sure. Mm But if you probably confused you, and hopefully well, hopefully not. The show is to help unconfuse people. But if you do have any questions, send them. Send us a message. Uh, I I know we answered a couple a couple weeks ago. You know, do I do this or this? Especially when it comes to the e-ticket or the tier attractions. You know, do I do Sore or Test Track? Well, how tall are your kids, etc. You know, uh, and and never be afraid to rope drop because this is Rope Drop Radio. Get in line and sprint. Uh, to that one e-ticket attraction, save yourself fast pass.
1: That's right, save that fast pass.
0: All right, well, I'm excited, Doug, that you took care of all my fast passes for me, uh, and I'm looking forward to our trip in June. And stay tuned, listeners, because uh, late June we'll be doing our live review of Pandora, the world of Avatar. Uh, hopefully, we have all good things, uh, but the only negative is the fast passes are pretty early to get, so uh, hopefully helps some attendance i don't know we'll see yeah all the press stuff coming up
1: i'm gonna keep checking availability of the fast passes like every other day just to see you know because now the day that we're going you know it was 60 days from that day now just see how much availability changed because if we can still get you know nine, ten, eleven o'clock it's not looking good Either that. Well, or it's they good have for really us. Too many fast passes available. It'd be good for well, us yeah. because
0: I mean, less people in the park or That's there. I'm, I'm all about. I'm that. good with that, so uh, yeah. I won't complain too much. I just uh, it's an interesting. It, fast passes are always fun to watch with Disney and to see uh, who's riding what attractions, what's popular, and uh, kind of like I said, whenever you're planning a trip, do some strategy. Go on to the My Disney Experience, see what has wait times at what time, and you can usually make a better assumption on what fast passes to get.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's lots of resources to to look at online, and definitely a travel agent is one that will help you know how to plan your fast passes.
0: All right. Well, and if you need a travel agent, again, Michelle McKnight, the Rope Drop Queen, we will put you in touch. But. think that's all the time that we have we have talked fast passes we have talked news we've talked a little bit about our trip and i am excited to go and we will be doing a lot more about that so be sure to follow us on twitter and like us on facebook and please subscribe to this podcast we are now officially on google play so if you're one of our new listeners on google thank you for tuning in Mm -hmm. and be sure to subscribe and be kind and leave a review only five-star reviews, as Doug would normally say. Only.
1: Only, only. Five I, Sorry. I was slacking off. Only five-star.
0: Only five-star. So thank you so much, guys. And for Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. You've been listening to another Rope Drop Radio.